0: Hey ladies, welcome to the Looking Above podcast. It's easy to get bogged down in details of everyday life. If we aren't intentional, our eyes can easily be pulled away from the Lord and we can set our gaze on things of earth. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. My name is Karen Boffman and I'm the women's pastor at New Life Church in Gillette, Wyoming. I believe that our perspective changes everything. So together, we'll be looking above. Welcome back to Looking Above, I'm so glad that you've joined us today. We have been in this season of discussing friendship and today we're going to talk about what I think is one of the biggest barriers to friendship and that is being offendable. And so I have invited my friend Darcy to join me today and we're just going to talk about this a little bit. So Darcy, do you want to start off by introducing yourself? Sure. I'm Darcy Wilson. I'm married to Mike.
1: Sometimes people get us, you know, I don't know. We're actually nothing alike, you and I, Karen. Uh, But I've gotten that they thought that you were married to Mike, so that's not true, everyone. Yeah, and they
0: think you're married to Paul, so. I'm married to Mike, yes.
1: Uh, And I'm the
0: children's pastor. We are not the same, and we are And we know it. And we don't look alike, but we get along. But, I mean, that kind of, I think, is a great launching point for this in that we're talking about being offendable in friendship. And sometimes I think that could even be a breeding ground for disagreement or offense is when you're extremely different than your friend. Yeah, that's really true. In fact, I was actually just thinking – it's really weird
1: sitting so close to you, and I'm trying not – I. it's hard to look you in the eye. I'm trying not to, but I don't
0: want to offend you. <laughs> but I'm not good at looking people in the eye. It's okay. It's all right. You may continue to look at the ceiling, and we'll just talk about being offendable. Okay. But I want to uh, explain to everybody why I asked you, of all people, to discuss this um, today. And it's not just because we're different. It's because uh, – We get together with a small group of women every Monday, and we do lunch together. And I just remember it was probably since this calendar year started, we were talking one day, and somehow the concept of being offended came up in that discussion. It wasn't what we were talking about that day. But I distinctly remember in that discussion, you were laying on the couch, and you suddenly sat up, and you said, (laughs) (laughs) I can count the number of times I've been offended in my life on one hand. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And then you proceeded to tell us a couple of them, which was really funny because one was like third grade or so. I don't even remember. <laughs> but um, you're just, you're someone who's not easy to offend. It is very hard to offend you. And I respect that about you. So I wanted to bring you in here so that we could talk about that, Yoda, and some of us can <laughs> learn from your wisdom. <laughs> Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I thought maybe you could be like, and now you're going to list the five.
0: <laughs> no, but I do. I want you to, um, we'll start. Let's just talk about, um, some reasons that people do get offended. Clearly these are not reasons you get offended because you, you aren't very offendable, but, um, and I think it's more a woman thing than a man thing. Do you agree? Maybe. Being, uh, being unless offended? we just talk about it more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they
1: just internalize it.
0: Right. Or like, not. Yeah. <laughs> I think they just get offended less or they, um, you know, in New Girl, when uh, Cece and Jess are mad at each other and the guys tell them they just need to, like, fight it out and then move on. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think, like, sometimes guys will just, like, hit each other or insult each other and then they move on? Oh, that's true. When I played <laughs> sports, it that was so I'm like, wow,
1: if we could just, the dudes just, get it all out. And then they're like, Hey, what's for lunch? (laughs) You know, that would be great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's talk though about reasons that people are offended or reasons. I think maybe that women get offended more likely. What do you think is one of the primary reasons people get offended?
1: Um, well, I really think, I really think we're all very self-focused, which is actually quite prideful. Mm -hmm. I think uh, and um there was a video about this a while ago um and it was so awesome because she had said you know um i was i was always thinking i was feeling insecure about myself because i was always thinking that everyone was like looking at my, me thinking oh she's just uh, she doesn't have it all together she's got this or that or that no one likes me and then she said i had this realization that no they're also thinking about themselves mm-hmm. like we always think like someone has done this to me because of blah blah, or they're looking at me this way. They're like, no, they're thinking about themselves. Like right. we're all, <laughs> right. we're all right. thinking
0: about ourselves, which is prideful. But yeah. so we become offended. Because we think someone else, we we project something onto <laughs> yeah. someone else because we're actually thinking about ourselves, but they're thinking about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely. We all just have that tendency to think about us. And it. I mean, that gets as small as we think, you know, someone's looking at the zit on our face when the... They're like, no, I see thinking about the zit on my face. Right. Right. <laughs> and so it's very easy for us to get offended because we're self-focused. I think, "Mm, I'll just wrap myself out, but don't you think that sometimes that's where in marriage, like we could get our feelings hurt is because we feel like our spouse is attacking us because we are focused on ourself. Like we're thinking about, we're thinking about ourself and we feel like it's an attack. When it wasn't an attack, they weren't coming at us at all, but we took it wrong because we're just self-absorbed sometimes. Right.
1: Or you're like telling a story and they're like looking at you weird, like that must be a stupid story. And actually they're like, Oh no, I was thinking about something else. Right, what were you saying? Right. Like, my, oh. mind. <laughs> oh, my mind went somewhere else
0: <laughs> and we get offended because Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't they didn't give us the reaction that we expected yeah. at that moment. Yeah. So I think part of that too comes from our own insecurity. Some of that, you know, like people People would rather call it insecurity than pride, which they kind of boil down to the same thing. But sometimes we get offended just because we're insecure. And so we assume something or we, I don't know, we just take things the wrong way because of our own insecurity. That is totally true. Uh, like,
1: have you ever, has anyone ever said something like mean to you and you, you just, you know positively like. No, they just don't know me that it doesn't bother you at all because you you're like, mm-hmm. no, nope, that's, that's not even true. Mm-hmm. like uh, I can't I can't remember someone told me that one time, and I was like, that is <laughs> I can't even be offended because I can't it's even be offended so that's that. True. That's actually really, really <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> but but if it's something you're insecure about, then you're gonna take offense. Even if offense wasn't meant, even if it wasn't mean, right? You're gonna take offense to something just out of your own insecurity,
1: or if your security is not in him, in Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. then you're just always looking for security from other people. Then you're like just searching for to be offended, like you're just searching. You better say this, or Mm
0: -hmm. I'm already offended Mm -hmm. because I need it really bad because I don't get it from God. Yeah. I had a lady at a church we were at a few churches ago come to me, and I'm not even kidding you, like years after the offense occurred, probably five years later, uh, she said to me, I just need to get something off my heart. And this is someone I didn't even really know in this church like hardly knew her I knew who she was but that's about it she's like do you remember that first time you and I guess it was Andrew I don't even know who I had which kid I had at that point um came into this event for moms and preschoolers and you sat down at that table and she goes you didn't even acknowledge me (laughs) (laughs) and I was like crickets. (laughs) Um, Well, I was brand new to the church. I didn't acknowledge anyone because I was the new person. I knew no one, but she felt like because I was a pastor's (laughs) wife, you know, and um, because I was a pastor's wife, like it was my obligation to go out of my way and speak to everyone in the room when I was coming into somebody else's event as a brand new person and I knew no one there. And so... Quite frankly, I was probably feeling insecure in the moment, like, when that had originally happened or just, like, I don't want to – I'm sometimes a little out there. I mean, you know this. Like, I'm a little (laughs) much and people have told me that. And so I was probably just dialing it back for fear of overwhelming the whole room. But um, she was so offended. And that's her insecurity was that she felt like I was ignoring her. Hmm. Yeah. So – but she – was offended by me and didn't tell me for like five years, five that's, years.
1: That's so sad. I mean, uh,
0: never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. What else, what are the reasons, uh, people get offended? I think sometimes people get offended when they feel left out, um, of friendship that often happens in like multi friend, friend groups, right? Especially threes. Yeah. My mom always taught me, she's a high school teacher, she always taught me girls are terrible in threes. There should never be threes because Mm. somebody is, it's like somebody's always going to feel left out. So it's just hard. Threes are hard because two people are naturally going to start talking and then, and this is where I think you and your personality, right? (laughs) You don't even care. So if you and Sarah and I were hanging out and Sarah and I were talking, I feel t- really great about it. You'd thought, be totally Whoa. fine. <laughs> You'd feel great. <laughs> Finally, time to breathe. <laughs> they're not making me talk. <sighs> but um, so many women, girls, feel like, oh, they're talking to each other. Oh, they're not talking to me. And or then, like inside jokes. Inside yes. Jokes is the oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. Like
0: you and Sarah have so many inside jokes. And to me, when I hear you two <laughs> over at your desks saying something and I have no idea what you're talking about but you two are laughing like I think it's hysterical and I love it
1: you should give me the wink when I should make up an inside <laughs> joke and, I'll, and then we'll pretend like it's so funny and then we'll just
0: go <laughs> um, so it's great because that doesn't offend me but some people do get very offended if there's an inside joke being told and they're on the outside of it and then they just feel left out or ignored uh misunderstandings too right yes
1: um, okay. So the thing that I think of most when I think of misunderstandings is texting.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. You know, the friends that are like the emoji texters, you mm-hmm, know, like me. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> like the emoji, colorful emojis. Like I just some smile, you know, I put yeah. to smile, you know, so when you know that I'm, you know, yes, <laughs> but then there's some people who just do, you know, periods and that's just totally fine. But If you're an emoji texter or uh, the opposite, (laughs) you're either thinking like, or you could be thinking, um, "Wow, they're ticked." Like, (laughs) like they answered with a period. Like, I'm just going home. Period. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to like, I'm going home. Smiley face. Like, ah. Or if you're the other way, you'd be like wow, they just really need to calm down. Like, (laughs) we don't need five explanations. She's a
0: little extra. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I always say that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's easy to misread emojis versus not emojis. It's easy to misread text tone. So you can't always tell the tone of what somebody's saying, and then it's super easy to just misinterpret that and get offended by what they say because you just don't right. <laughs> get what they're actually trying to say. Um, I have a silly example, though, of a misunderstanding that fortunately was thwarted but could have happened yesterday at church. A friend started to walk in um, the purchase project shop and i knew she was coming to get a hug from me and i had just finished eating a granola bar <laughs> and so i turned to valerie like as soon as i saw this friend like cross the threshold of the shop i turned to valerie and i put my hand over my mouth and smiled real big and said check my teeth <laughs> <laughs> and she's like oh yeah you got stuff all in your teeth so I'm standing there with my hand over my mouth like cleaning my teeth with my tongue as fast as I can as this friend is walking closer and closer and then she walks up and I take my hand down and I smile and I give her a hug and then real fast I was like oh just so you know <laughs> I just finished a granola bar so I had a Valerie check my teeth while you were walking up and her response was Oh my goodness. As when you turned like that, I immediately thought what is she saying about me?
1: And this Aww. is my friend.
0: This is my friend, but that was her immediate thought. And so it's so easy.
1: Yeah, and also, <laughs> imagine if like that's actually I, I can't remember which podcast was about being vulnerable, but mm. it's like super important to be vulnerable because imagine if you hadn't if you'd been like So embarrassed about it that you never mentioned cleaning your teeth. And then she wouldn't have, she would have went home thinking they were totally talking about me Mm -hmm. and it could have festered and festered. Or imagine if she was too embarrassed
0: to be like, yeah, totally thought you were, Mm -hmm. I mean, she just snowballs. Right. So that could have become a huge misunderstanding where I heard a friend By something that was so (laughs) silly and insignificant. And it was me like, "Ah! I got to put my face in her face. I need to check my teeth. I love that. Um, But yes, so that could have just so easily turned into a misunderstanding and could have caused offense between us. And I think that happens. So often where we just, you know, whether it's texting or actions, I think so many times, don't you think people just misread your body language? Oh, yeah. Well, that (laughs) happens to me in Walmart all the time. Yeah. I'm like, actually, I was just really mad that the ramen is still out. (laughs) (laughs) How is ramen still out? So then you're walking around angry and people think you're angry at them and (laughs) it has nothing to do with them. Or you're like just racing through, right? Like that's me sometimes. And I just ignore the world. Like I put my head down. When I am on a mission to like get three things and get home, I like don't even look up. I because I'm so afraid yeah. I'm going to see people. But how sometimes, many times is that just misunderstood as oh Karen is? Mm. Mm. <laughs> we yeah. won't say that. But um
1: yeah or kids oh man they're annoying <laughs> you know sometimes and yeah. that it makes that changes everything. Okay okay I got I got another good one yeah. Um uh like well this is. This is a little bit more... The other ones are just, like, accidental. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, disagreeing with people. Some people Mm -hmm. think that you have to agree all the time Mm -hmm. in order to be Mm -hmm. friends or love or whatever. I mean...
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'll just give us an example. Mm -hmm. I cannot think of two more different people. I mean, every time (laughs) you talk about the podcast, I keep thinking, I wonder if she's talking about us. Because (laughs) we're we're very different. I mean, we disagree all the time, right? Yeah. I mean... (laughs)
0: My husband and I disagree all the time, and right. obviously we love each other. Right. But Right. Yeah. So it's, it's fine, but unless we let that disagreement cause offense between. And I think that happens sometimes in yeah. friendships where people disagree. And, okay, I mean, I'm just going to say it. But the whole mask and vex thing oh, yeah. happened a lot in a lot of friendships. Like, I there were people who like basically broke up with their families over that, yeah. right? Because it just became such an offendable topic where we can't disagree with each other. And I just, um, I just met a friend uh, at if gathering last weekend. Someone I've never met before became a friend, but. Um, of course you did. She she and I probably have, like, wildly different opinions. <laughs> I didn't really let her know what my opinion was because hers was very strong, and I felt it very quickly. And I could tell, like, me just talking about the mentality in Wyoming in general was starting to get her, like, heckles raised. <laughs> you know, like, she was like, well. <laughs> like, you could just tell. And it had been hard because she said in church she felt – Like, in church, you couldn't even talk about it without people getting offended. And she's like, aren't we called to love each other? And it wasn't, like, the love, like, if you don't get vexed, you're not loving your neighbor. Or if you – you know, what that wasn't the love she meant. She just meant, like, we can't even talk about it because everyone just immediately takes Mm. offense. And so I think that whole disagreement, difference of opinion thing just became huge in this last couple of years. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. And social media just – Right. Right. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Oh man, that could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. Okay. Um so, what do we do when we start to feel offended? And I think this is where I want you to really talk um because you are not offendable. Um what what are some steps? What is, what is something that we can do? So when you feel like someone says something that might offend you or a friend does something or leaves you out or whatever and you have that first thought in your mind what Um, do do you do I actually I do a thing
1: it's it's a little embarrassing but um I do I if there's ever a there actually I do this a lot if you're uh fear anything like insecure uh whatever it is if you feel like someone said something mean to you or whatever uh, I say the verse sometimes out loud, so sometimes I have to go to the bathroom, you know, because because <laughs> that's weird to say out loud. But um, I say the verse: take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. And I actually, I actually, do, I say that embarrassingly a lot of times throughout the day. Mm-hmm. But it helps because otherwise, if you just tell yourself, "Don't think about it," "Don't think about it," "Don't think about it," you're constantly thinking about it. You have to mm-hmm. like purposefully think about something else. Mm-hmm. Take every thought captive, make it, and then you're suddenly
0: shifted. To something else. Mm. So that's what I do. Yeah. I'm sure there's other ways. Yeah. But. So that verse is 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Yeah. Yeah. Like to you, is it just, is it simply the reminder? of doing that? Or do you have a thought process? Like, I've heard of some people who are like, you take the thought, imagine it as a piece of paper in your mind, crumple it up and throw it in the trash. Uh Like, is there something that you actually do? Or is it literally just, uh, I do this out of obedience? Like, I need to take this thought and stop it. I don't think about crumpling trash. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's good, though. Yeah. Uh,
1: No, I think it's just a reminder. It's Mm -hmm. just constant reminder. And then Sometimes you say it once, and then it comes back, and you're like, nope, take every thought captive, Mm -hmm. make it obedient to Christ. It's very helpful. Mm -hmm. One, we should take our thoughts captive. We, like, have a choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, But two, I think worry is a big thing. But Mm -hmm. when people worry, they're like, Mm -hmm. you can't just stop worrying. You're like, yeah, because you're thinking about not worrying. You have to Mm -hmm. think about something else. Mm -hmm. But I think that's all about taking your captive thoughts
0: yeah, which that's really interesting imagery, right? Like taking a captive, like that's like war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like that's almost as if those thoughts are the enemy, and we need to put them in some handcuffs and lock them up. And yeah, and maybe you're if you done. have an accountability partner, be like, yeah, it's me, not her. Help me, right? You know, like, right. That's... Talk me through this. Help talk me off the ledge. Yeah, I I need to stop thinking this way about my friend yeah yeah and that whole make it obedient to christ thing i think that's where we um can just bring truth back into perspective right like I am the way the truth and the life so what is the truth here the truth is this is my friend right the truth is she would not hurt me intentionally the truth is if she did hurt me she needs to know she wants to know because she didn't she doesn't want that between us you know so like mm-hmm. being able to maybe talk yourself through
1: and sometimes you can't talk yourself through actually
0: yes because that's exactly <laughs> why community is important because
1: I mean you can convince yourself of any blooming thing, you know, that's why mm. fighting in the shower is just the worst. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you talk about with someone else and they're like, that's actually quite stupid. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, thanks. Mm, you know, yeah. like,
0: you're right. Yeah. yeah. So. So sometimes, like you said, having an accountability partner. Yeah. Um, and just, it, this is also the time where, like, putting yourself in that other person's shoes. You know, so like I said, if we can stop and think, this is my friend. Like, assume the best. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> I know your character. I know you wouldn't do that. Yes. And yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talk about that on staff actually a lot. Mm-hmm. Is always
0: assuming the best, right, in people, right? Which is right. It's a lot, and um, it's really hard when you're on the other side of that, where you, where someone has assumed the worst of you, and you think, gracious, you know me. Like, yeah. you, you have been my friend for how many years? You know me, and you have just assumed the worst of me. Like, that's really hard. For me, anyway, I, can't, I can hardly handle that. When yeah. someone is angry at me and I'm thinking, they've just completely negated everything they know about me. Like, just give me the benefit of the doubt. Surely I did not intend to hurt you.
1: Yeah, and I... <sighs> I don't know what, I offend people mm-hmm. accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that actually helps me into not being offended because mm-hmm. I'm like, I remember what it's like,
0: mm.
1: you know, if you're thinking about it in your other people's shoes, I know what it's like to feel like, whoa, I, mm-hmm. I didn't mean to do that. So if you always right. think that about everyone else,
0: yeah,
1: it's like yeah. that psychology term, I don't even know what it's called. Uh, the term where you're like, when you're like in Walmart, Walmart, is always the best example <laughs> when you're at walmart and you're thinking to yourself um if i look at them bad it's because i've had a bad day mm-hmm. you know but if
0: they're looking at me bad it's because they are the worst I right mean, they're rude right so you're mad about the ramen yeah <laughs> they're mad because they hate you <laughs> yeah you always think the best about yourself and the worst about someone else right but yeah yeah um, so yes, yeah, so that all goes back to that controlling your thoughts, taking your thoughts captive and just talking yourself down, having someone else talk you down and just giving people the benefit of the doubt, like remembering, I need to just assume the best in them. But the, I think there's more to it, right? So that's our first step is that. But then the second step I think is, um, that we need to show our friend love. So if I've been offended, I then choose to continue to act in love towards you. It's very easy when we're offended to, okay, what are some people's coping? Some people withdraw. Mm. Some people bottle it. Some people fake like they're fine. Punch me in the nose. (laughs) Just kidding, sorry. (laughs) Some people, I don't know, they get very uh, passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, that was a hard one. (laughs) (laughs) Right? But um, as Christians, I think that, we're called to show love. So 1 Peter 4 8 says, Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other, for love covers a multitude of sins. So this isn't always easy. No, I'm <laughs> I'm actually very bad at this.
1: Um because I get nervous to like confront mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. i I hate doing that. But also I'm like, I'll be fine. I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to talk about it. Like we fall our you know. <laughs> But Mike and I, um, when we first got married, I don't know if it was marriage counselor or whatever, but someone or he Mm -hmm. actually said, we talked over like, just Mm -hmm. so you know, if I have offended you, Mm -hmm. you have to say, Mm -hmm. or it's Mm -hmm. now in your court. In which case, if I don't say anything, then I'm, it's, it's on me now. Right. Right. So that, I mean, that takes all the mind games out of you. Like, oh, it's like the childhood games like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. And they're like, I can't believe they didn't know I was fine.
0: You know, like Right. Oh yeah. So So we can't assume that our friend is a mind reader. Right. So it's the most loving thing to do is to let them know that they hurt us. Yeah. And those are hard conversations sometimes. Yeah. You know, like like you said, you don't like it. Like I get that pit in my Ugh. stomach. Like I need to go and tell them. I th- I feel like I'm more often on the opposite side (laughs) (laughs) where I'm the one who's offended somebody um, because I think I'm I'm not very easily offended, but it's more often that I've offended somebody. And for me, um, often, not always, but often I can read it in somebody's body language. As soon as I say something, I can tell like they've shut down or their countenance has changed or um, I I, I can often sense it, not always, but often. Um, and so then I'm like, Oh shoot. Now I, get... and so for <laughs> me, it's the, on that side of it, I just ask people, I'll just say, Hey Dars, did what I said, you know, back there in that meeting, did that upset you? Because if it did, that was totally not my intent or, okay, here's one the other week in a sermon run through and my kid, was doing a sermon and I said something that I thought he needed to change and I could tell he didn't want to change it or didn't really like that feedback that I had given him. Um, and like just by the, the way he kind of shifted. And so I had to say in that moment, listen, I just need you to know, like my heart here is to protect you because I don't want the attack. I don't want the attack that could come if you say that in the wrong way. Um, so I wasn't, what I was saying, I wasn't trying to offend him um, or tell him that that sermon, that little blip was bad. I was doing it out of a heart of concern. Right. But I could tell just by his countenance change, like, oh, he he's upset or that hurt him. And I didn't want to hurt him. And so it's the same thing in friendship. Like, if you know you've hurt someone, then you you need to check on them. Like, did did that upset you? Or this was my, this was why I said that. And I'm so sorry if that's not what came across. But the yeah. flip side is, if you're the one who's hurt. Right. The loving thing to do is just to, to admit it. And Which say, is
1: hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. But just say, uh, I'm sure you didn't mean to hurt me. I'm sure that wasn't your intent. But you know, when you did that, thing, or said that thing, or sent that emoji text, like, <laughs> when you said that period, I <laughs> knew. <laughs> um, in scripture, we're called to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us, so don't our friends deserve even better? Yeah, uh, because sometimes um, when
1: you're praying for someone, even if you, even if you, like, start praying for them selfishly, mm-hmm. sometimes God's like, um, actually, you know, She's very broken. She's mm. very hurt. She's very whatever. Even if, mm-hmm. even if your friend or your enemy, whoever, even if they intentionally said something mean, mm-hmm. which very few people do, but even if they did, yeah. a lot of times when you're praying for them, um, God will be like, uh, by the way, yeah, they're really, really hurting or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and pray- loving, praying for them is like the most loving thing you can do. Absolutely, absolutely. And like you said, sometimes it changes your heart. Yeah. And you realize, oh, I don't need to be offended. I'm crummy. Like she, <laughs> she really, she's speaking out of her hurt. That's good. That's good. And then I, after you talk to your friend and choose to show them love anyway, we just have to, you have to forgive. Forgiveness is oh, essential yeah. to moving on and to getting past offenses in friendship. And Colossians 3.13 says make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you remember the lord forgave you so you must forgive others
1: that that's very big and i think that's a lot i mean that's a lot of humility like just Mm. remembering i know where i've come from and i know the things i've done Mm -hmm. and he's
0: forgiven me Yeah. So I should forgive. I know how often I offend people. I have offended. (laughs) So if they do something that feels offensive, I just need to extend that same grace to them that's been extended to me. Yes. There's not a ton to say about that, but we've we've all been forgiven. Mm -hmm. And so um, as sisters in Christ, just like throw that grace around like confetti, right? Like (laughs) just lavish it on each other. Yeah, we're not called to be offendable. So, all right, there's something that you say sometimes that I think is so funny, and most people would be like, what? Oh, <laughs> Kayla. All right, so you often say that you think it's really good for friends to fight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do you believe that?
1: Oh, well, because um, I think that it means you're closer. Mm-hmm. So if you're not fighting, I mean, it's Mike and I don't fight actually very mm-hmm. often. Um but if you've never fought over or disagreed over anything, I mean, you're just not close. You're kind of surfacey mm. friends, you know. And I mean, I don't think you
0: should fight on your first day. But you right. know, <laughs> but, do you want to be my friend? Let's fight. We're gonna fight. <laughs> Let's go to the parking lot right now. You and me. Right. We gotta get this out.
1: Uh, but you know, when you fight and then you can talk it out mm-hmm. and then you can work it, to work through it. Then later, later in life, you're like. Oh, Remember that one time, and mm-hmm. then we worked it out. Look, now we're like, mm, we're so much closer." I just had this realization. Have we fought? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we better fight right we now. We need to fight. Fight. fight on air. Fight.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. So anyway, that's why I think yeah, fighting is sometimes good because it can deepen a relationship. Yeah. Because you have the opportunity to do all these things that we just said. You have the opportunity to take your thoughts captive. You have the opportunity to love that other person, maybe in spite of their brokenness. You have the opportunity to offer forgiveness and to receive forgiveness. And
1: Oh, and uh, like in your family, think of all the people who you're closest to. Mm-hmm. And they're all the people who have seen you at your worst right. and who have had to forgive you. And you had yeah. to forgive them. And it's yeah. it's... Kind of an unbreakable bond, so I feel like we should fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay, here's um, – let's talk about staff meeting. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Okay, I honestly <laughs> think – I think that there is
1: a lot of people, maybe everyone, who, who come to church and think, you know, like, oh, man, Mike is talking about something very controversial. Mm-hmm. The whole staff must always agree with him, and <laughs> they never fight ever. And, oh, my goodness – we fight. They would. They would be surprised. Oh, we have some doozies, in staff meeting. But I think it's great because we we fight. And my my right. wor- I say worst and favorite. But yeah. um, is when we like we go through ministries. You know, you're like mm-hmm. or events. You're oh. like, how was that event? And then everyone just. <sighs> and like, it was your event and you're ready to crawl under a chair you yeah. felt like it was awesome or you're just <laughs> whatever and then everyone's like well actually it was too long it was really annoying it was a vroom, 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 or whatever i mean you say it
0: kind and i didn't like your music choice
1: yeah <laughs> <no>, so <laughs> no i, I people say, i think that's a lot right. of it, is saying it kindly right. but we disagree right. on a lot right
0: but we don't take offense yeah like 10 minutes later like hey where are we eating for lunch you know <laughs> yeah yeah so it happens it happens all the time we have wildly different people on our staff with yeah. wildly different personalities and we disagree disagree hardcore which is good i think that's why we grow and right do, work well together right and it helps us get to the best possible outcome in so many imagine instances. if we were all the same that would be so oh yeah it'd ridiculous. be boring, it'd be boring. <laughs> um Yeah, and so we get in there and we hash it out sometimes, and it's not mean. There are times when it feels a little tense or just slightly (laughs) heated, Um, just slightly. But you know, after staff meeting, like you said, we're all we're all good. We're all good, and I think we all have each other's back, and we all know that, and we all know that we're working towards a common goal. Yeah. At the end of the day, and And so that helps to. Oh, go ahead. Well, that just helps. And I think it's the same in friendship. You know, like our common goal is this friendship that we have. And so to allow a disagreement or an offense to break that down, like it would be silly if after staff meeting, I stormed out and was like, well, that's it. I'm not working here anymore because you guys didn't agree with all my ideas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which happens all the time. I throw out 300 ideas and you guys don't like 298 of them. So two are the best. But the two are really good. But it would be silly if I got offended every time somebody yeah. didn't like my idea. Yeah,
1: it it really does come down to assuming the best mm-hmm. and real and know, always remembering their character. Like in, in staff meeting, yeah. I never once think about. I mean, character. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I'm like, I know their character. Mm-hmm. It does. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they believe right. about anything. Really, it doesn't even matter. I, if I
0: know your character, yeah, I know you got my back. I know I got yours, and it yeah. does, nothing else really yeah. matters. Yeah. yeah few weeks ago, maybe it was a couple months ago, a uh, staff member and I disagreed on something in staff meeting. It wasn't me. No, it oh. wasn't you. <laughs> um, but after that staff meeting, he came to me and said, hey, are we good? That's and awesome. And I really appreciated that. I mean, that's just that same thing. Like, he was afraid that maybe, possibly, I had been hurt by the disagreement, which I was not. I was like, yes, absolutely, we're good. And... I gave in to him on the thing and was like, yeah, I, as much as I really value my side of this argument, I see where the value in yours and I'm willing to give in. And so I did. Um, But I think he was afraid that he had hurt me because he wanted, that's what friendship does. That's, you know. Vulnerable. That's what we should all fight. We're vulnerable and we're humble. We're willing to admit when we hurt someone, we're willing to say, hey friend, I'm sorry. And if I hurt you, goodness, that was not my intent. Um, yeah. and like you said, that that very thing there between him and me—that to me made me trust him even more. Yeah. So, kind of illustrating what you're saying is that sometimes fighting is good because it's on so scary though. On the other <laughs> on the other side, there's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, while we're talking about the other side, let's just bring up one other thing that has to do with um being offended or offendable or offending i guess and that is um i think sometimes we we do need to be cautious of offending others and that's hard cuz none of us wants to just tiptoe around and surely you don't want to tiptoe around your friends and be like oh i can't say anything around darcy cuz i'm going to offend her right yeah. but uh,
1: i have to i actually have to pray about this
0: yeah? because i'm this is not something i'm very good at mm. um
1: i i don't often I think that – no, why, that, that would be not – why would they be offended? Or mm-hmm. I wouldn't think about – I there's a lot mm-hmm. of things I don't think about. Because you're not easily offended. But one, one thing that I, I pray about like on Sunday morning mm-hmm. is trying to make eye contact with people. I'm very bad at eye contact. Mm. Even here, like I think I've made eye contact with you like four times. <laughs> I'm very bad at eye contact. I have to pray about it because mm-hmm. it offends people. Right. Or if I'm like really deep in thought and mm-hmm. I'm thinking about four things like mm-hmm. they should do and I'm like making these the, – you know – so I have to I think it's good
0: that we pray about it. we realized, you know what? That's something right. I'm bad at. Right, right. You know, I just that being said, I think we should just right now lay it out there for all pastors in the whole world. <laughs> Never be offended by your pastor on a Sunday morning. <laughs> just don't. You have no idea the amount of pressure and stress and things that that person's mind is juggling, the tasks that they have to do Sunday mornings. Are I don't want to say the worst for a pastor because that sounds terrible. But it's like the culmination of so much of your work happens and you have to do this on Sunday morning. And I'm not saying don't talk to us. Yeah, no, <laughs> don't don't I'm not it's not what I'm saying. Like just leave us be. Um, but just don't be offended by your pastor on a Sunday morning because he or she likely their mind is just racing with everything they're trying to do and then to try and be amongst people and be loving and kind and gracious. You know, Sunday mornings are just hard, (laughs) but, but like the flip side, like we were Mm -hmm. talking about is knowing that people, I mean, there's lots
1: of new Mm -hmm. people coming in. Mm -hmm. And so knowing there's lots of new people coming in, they don't know us from Adam. They probably don't even know that That we're working here or, you know, so to remember that and offer grace and Mm -hmm. offer a yeah. smile or yeah. even yeah. a hug to yeah. someone you don't know. Yeah. Someone hugged me the other day. I'm like, wow, I don't know you. That's so cool that you hugged me. <laughs> also, what's your name? Who are you? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll just end with this one last verse. Proverbs 18:19 says, An offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. Arguments separate friends like a gate locked with bars. Um an offended friend is harder to win back than a fortified city. And it's so sad, but it's so true. And I've seen so many friendships um, break up over an offense and just be done. And so I'm hoping that at the end of this podcast and when you all discuss with your groups now, that you just really consider the ways to proactively avoid that offense. Just avoid it, whether it's, you know, there are some things that you just don't talk about with certain friends because you know it's going to cause a conflict, or whether it is just practicing lovingly going to them and saying, hey, that really hurt me when you did that or said that, and just being gracious and kind with each other, forgiving lavishly. Yeah, you really you really have to be intentional about it because it's not yeah. something that we all just naturally do. Yeah, it, no, but you do. You have to be intentional. I'm just praying for all of you and all of your friendships. I am praying that as you've been going through these podcasts, that you are gleaning some little nuggets of truth and wisdom that are helping you out. And you know what? If you have a friendship where there's been an offense, whether you know that you've hurt someone or you're feeling hurt by someone, I'm going to pray extra for you this week. And I'm just going to encourage you to be brave. And step out in love and have that conversation with your friend, Um, whether it's saying, you know, I'm really sorry, or whether it's saying, hey, can we talk? I feel hurt and we're called to unity. And so that's our that's our goal. And that's our hope is to do what Jesus wants of us and to love each other and be unified. So keep looking above. If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and we will see you next time.